guys? This is Fantasy News and Brews. My name is Garrett Thompson, and I'm here with... Johnny Thayer. How's it going, guys? Hey, um, so yeah, this is our uh, second episode that will be uploaded to the Fantasy Flock Network, and I want to give a big shout-out to Mason. Great guy, super insightful, definitely helped me with my fantasy football year, and honestly, it's so great to be working with him. He's he's helped us a lot, and, and yeah, it's just so great to be here and to kind of share with you guys some of our fantasy football knowledge, especially some of our DFS, and uh, going forward, yeah, we just want to help you guys, so... Yeah, we're excited to be here. Looking forward to this collaboration, and I think it'll benefit everyone here. So let's get right down to it. Let's get right down to it. Let's talk about some uh, today, some fantasy news. All right. Um, there's been a lot going on, uh, especially today. It's been a, a little bit crazy at, at, the, at the White House with Capitol Hill with these um, riots and just all this political stuff going on. It's tough, and, and it's not fair, and... Um, I think the first piece of news is just the Celtics and the Miami Heat. Yeah, it sounds like uh, they all uh, linked arms, went back into the locker room together, and uh, just for you know, a moment of silence as pro- as a protest as a team. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you know, What do you know about that? Well, the Celtics players they walked off the floor and they came back on to start the game, and it it was just kind of symbolism, you know, for what's going on and stuff, and. And, and as, as teams, um, they kind of released a joint statement, and the statement was basically saying that, you know, 2021 is a new year, but there's still a lot going on and a lot that needs to be fixed um, in our society, and the game needs to continue for entertainment just to kind of get away from the news and get away from everything, but to not forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're kind of doing the same here today. We're kind of just trying to bring some news out and... And bring some joy, but not forgetting what's going on. So. Yeah, and we don't want to get too political with you guys, but it's nice to kind of get your mind off the real world for a bit and just focus on sports, focus on the things that we like to do in our pastime. Focus on beating the dude you're playing this week. Absolutely. <laughs> but just <laughs> no. not forget what's going on but around But do not us. forget, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I, I think that's kind of a good place to start if you want to talk about uh, the Knicks. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. What about these Knicks, huh? Are they a playoff team? Everyone wants to know. What do you think, Garrett? I think that um, a lot of weird things can happen, but I do not think the Knicks will be a playoff team. But they started off hot, and they have not slowed down yet. The thing is, new coach, new system... They blew out the Bucks. One, <laughs> that's you know by twenty points. That's unforgettable. How they beat the Pacers, so they seem like the real deal this year. And Tom Thibodeau, he is running these starters into the ground. All their, most of their starters, I'm gonna just point out to Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, both playing 35, 40 plus minutes a game. Like if I want that fantasy exposure. I don't have Julius Randle or R.J. Barrett on my team. I want to get them. And I know right now their their team is pretty thin. They're dealing with a lot of injuries. But this is the kind of coach who really relies on the starters. You saw it back in Chicago with Derrick Rose. Obviously, there's some injury concern there <laughs> with them, as we saw in the past. But if he's going to continue running these guys 35, 40 minutes a game, that's where I want to be. And I think... The Knicks, you can't look past them blowing out the Bucks. Some may say it's a fluke. 
But they, the eighth seed is looking pretty nice for him. I, I am going to take the opposite approach. I am going to say it's a fluke. <laughs> I mean, R.J. Barrett, man, he's out for revenge for last season, not getting the all-NBA team and things of that nature. Julius Randle decided he was done being called a bust and decided he's actually a good player, which I kind of always thought he would be. Decides he wants to average yeah. almost a triple-double now. Yeah, um, but I just I cannot see the Knicks being a contender or a playoff team. and Maybe a play-in team with the new playoff format yeah but i mean past that i really can't see much i mean sure they beat the pacers once which was a great win because the pacers are on fire mm. um sabonis is playing unreal but past that i mean sweet they beat the cavaliers twice they beat my pistons not hard to do <laughs> um you know they they beat the bucks that was a great game i'll give that to them they they lost to the Raptors, who have been not great. And then past that, they beat the Hawks by what, like five points? I just or actually they beat them by a little bit more than that. I just I just can't see it. But we'll see. Yeah, well currently they're keeping up with the Jazz. They're only down by five. It's in the third quarter, so they got a tough schedule ahead of them with the Nuggets, the Knicks. And or I, the Nuggets, the Nets. The I do think it's real quick important to mention that we are recording this while some NBA games are going on. So so there's there's a lot of current news going on right now, and this being one of them is they are keeping up with the Jazz. Mm-hmm. We'll try to keep it, uh, tweet about it, keep you guys posted and updated as much as possible on our Twitter. So look for the link of that in our bio. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, let's talk about Markel Folting. What's going on there? I mean, this literally just happened. Um, as we were about to click the record button, we were watching the game on the side, and mm-hmm. and we saw it happen, and um, not good. Nasty. Nasty. But, you know, all uh, injuries aside, we can look past and say, uh, and see who this benefits. You know, prayers for Markel Fultz. Hopefully it's nothing serious, and mm-hmm. if it is, hopefully he uh, can get through a speedy recovery. But... Who does this help? Who does this hurt? I mean, I directly think this helps Cole Anthony. Um, he started for him in the second half coming in. Cole Anthony's been one of the rookies that has been kind of taken off right from the beginning. I mean, he's been getting the minutes. His first game, he almost had 20 minutes. Hasn't really slowed down, you know, and I think this is just going to keep building on it. Mark Fultz was looking good this year and um, finally was kind of proven he wasn't a bust. And I think that I think Cole Anthony's the direct uh, beneficiary to the sad injury. Definitely uh, would have been my comeback player of the year if you guys follow my um, my draft guide or our draft guide. Mostly his draft guide. <laughs> I just every here and there was like, ah, no, I don't like that. But um, Johnny did put a lot of hard work in that. <laughs> if you want to check it out, it's on our Twitter. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, he's having. Great season so far, but Cole Anthony coming off the bench, averaging about nine points, five rebounds, three assists. I mean, we'll definitely see an uptick in production there. And if he's on your waiver, you know, give him a shot. I think he's it'll be worth it for sure. If he's on your waiver, you're playing uh, with some not so up to date <laughs> players because he he's been looking good. I mean, what kind of guard is like great at rebounding? Like he's he's really killing it with the rebounds, especially as a rookie guard. It's kind of weird. The only flaw with him right now is his shooting percentages. I mean, the past four games, um, I mean, this game right now currently, he's averaging 20% 
on uh, the Wednesday game right now against Cleveland. Before that, it was 22%, 14%, 27%, 20%. I mean, he his, if he can get the field goal percentages up, he's a great rookie. I mean, he's going off. And, and that's, I mean, for me, if I'm looking at my rookie and he's not shooting well, I think that's a confidence thing. I think that will come, and I think that I'm not worried about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the assists are there. The rebounds are there. He's... He's getting some blocks and steals. I Hold I really solid. like Cole Anthony um, mm-hmm. taking over for Markel Fultz. Mm-hmm. So just uh, be aware, be updated, be proactive on the Markel Fultz news, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll see what that see what that leads to. Yeah, I agree. Um, next up, the Toronto Raptors. Ooh, they are not rough, looking great. <laughs> rough start. <laughs> rough start. Man, yeah, it's not looking good. Um, Here's one thing that I will say, and this has been some rumors, you know, if if you're active on Twitter, you're active on some NBA websites, there are some rumors that they at least made a courtesy call for the James Harden trade um, debacle, and you know, a lot of the rumors are that to get James Harden, you have to be an Eastern Conference team and you have to give up a star. The 76 just kind of came out and said they don't want to give up Ben Simmons. I don't blame him. I would have loved to see Ben Simmons on Houston. I don't think it's going to happen anymore. So right now, the Raptors are in a weird situation where they're not good. <laughs> and they're they're supposed to be a contender. They're not good. They're 1-5. Pascal Siakam. You, <laughs> we got a question earlier today about dropping dropping Siakam. Uh, let me just say don't. Don't do that. <laughs> and, I mean, he, yeah, he's struggling a lot, but don't, just don't He's drop still him. good, and... <laughs> And I think that he would benefit for going to Houston. I mean, I know it's kind of weird mm-hmm. with Christian Wood there and DeMarcus Cousins already, but he's proven that he is a young star. And honestly, the Toronto Raptors kind of need... I mean, the, the reason that they won the championship is because Kawhi Leonard was there. He helped the entire team step up, and they kind of need that, that star factor right now. And there's really only one superstar that's on the trade market, and that's James Harden, who has kind of actively proven that he's want he wants out of Houston. I mean, he, I know he there are reports coming out saying, oh, he's kind of warmed up to the idea of staying in Houston. He's made it clear he wants out of Houston. The dude doesn't care. <laughs> so if I'm the Raptors, why not? Why not make that trade, especially if they can sign him to an extension and Harden's cool with playing there? I would give up, what, three first-round picks in Siakam and maybe, like, a Norman Powell. Uh, I mean, that's that's one hypothetical trade package that I've seen going on online. Let's be honest. They're not doing great. They need the help. They have two stud guards, and, you know, they're not going to be around forever. So I think if they're going to make a move, they better make it soon. Yeah, this is their window, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they are in their window, and... James Harden can kind of help them get past that hump. I mean, if they have James Harden, they're not starting the season one and five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Granted, they've had a slightly tougher schedule than most teams. It doesn't matter. They're not. They're not going one and five. They're a championship team. Come on. They're. They're gonna. I mean, this is the Eastern Conference. It's a little tougher this year. They're not going to be losing that many games with James Harden, Kyle Lowry. Just, it's not happening. They're. They're. They have the talent. It's just not producing right now. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, so next up on the news, Killian Hayes. <laughs> Killian Hayes. Uh, I, this one hurts me personally. 
Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> I was excited. He was my dark horse rookie of the year. And I will be the first to admit right here now, I was wrong. I was very wrong. Uh, I was wrong before this injury. He's not been playing how he should be playing, but this definitely doesn't help. But hey, if you're a starting rookie at point guard, it's not a bad take. Like, you know, I would have given you props for that. But, you know, Killian Hayes um, coming down with a torn labrum, I think it was. Yeah, like a hip labrum or something. He could be out for a while. Um, I've heard things that say uh, if he gets a surgery to get it repaired now, he could end the season. If he doesn't, you know, he'll be playing probably at a limit, in a limited fashion. Four to six so, weeks still, too. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you think he should get the surgery? Do you think he should kind of come back as soon as possible? I mean, obviously, you know, we're not doctors, so I just want to yeah. make that very clear. Coming from, I guess, a player's standpoint, I think Killian Hayes, he's a rookie. He's young. He has his whole career ahead of him. I think he should get the surgery, sit the year out, recover, um, and kind of work towards the next year. Because the Pistons, you know... They're probably not going to make the playoffs. It's the rebuild year. Tank for Cade. Tank, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, but let's talk about um, who this helps. He wasn't a high usage player, but I think maybe a guy like DeLon Wright, he gets inserted into the starting role. Maybe Derrick Rose gets um, bumped up in usage. I mean, tonight uh, D. Rose did not start. mm -hmm. Um, I kind of was under the impression, you know, they have Frank Jackson, um, they have Dylan Wright, D-Rose. I was kind of under the impression, okay, we have to play D-Rose more minutes now. Uh, Dwayne Casey did not take that approach tonight um, as far as minutes go. I mean, mm-hmm. the game still relatively just started. D-Rose only has eight minutes. Dylan Wright started as the point guard. I, I don't know. I mean, my impression is, you know, last game D-Rose had 24 points in 24 minutes balled out mm-hmm. um you know the starting point guard goes down you'd think that d rose would kind of get a bump in minutes and usage it's not looking like it i don't so i don't know but even though he doesn't you know d rose he'll he'll lead that bench unit he's a very oh, yeah. high usage guy he's gonna have the ball in his hands 100 percent of the time mm-hmm. when that second unit comes in so you could look to him but i think That's the biggest usage yeah for sure the biggest usage would probably be delon wright and or frank jackson um, we'll see. He's he's but, still on a two-way contract, but maybe this will help him earn that contract, you know. And if he does and he plays well, I mean, he played pretty well last year. I was kind of shocked he didn't get a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's worth a stash in yeah. deeper leagues. If you're in, like, a 14-man league with a deep bench space, maybe uh, Frank Jackson is not a bad pickup right now in yeah. case they kind of move to him. I like it. We'll see, though. All right. All right. Well, I think that's good for the news. I mean... Just some crazy things happening, and we just kind of wanted to touch on some of that. Um, our next segment that we want to move to is who's been balling out? And yeah. for these guys that have been balling out, are they going to keep balling out? Um, I mean, this week we've had a lot of guys, and we currently have guys right now balling out. So start it off with me. What do you think about uh, – I, I don't know. Give me a guy. Who do you think has been killing it this week, and do you think they'll keep killing it? All right. D'Angelo Russell. You know, D-Lo. D-Lo. He had an amazing game last night. 33 points, 11 assists, 3 boards. Now, mind you, Carl Anthony, Town- Carl Anthony Towns, he's been out for a while. And he may be out maybe another week or so. 
yeah, it's kind of kind of foggy, but dude's been shooting shooting great from from beyond the arc. His free throw percentage is good. He stuffs the sat sheet. At times, he can, <laughs> At times. He can be a little scoring dependent. And <coughs> every game with this Minnesota team, you got to be aware of the blowout. <laughs> if it blow, if the game blows out, your starters like D'Lo, um, Cat when he's healthy, Cat when he's healthy, you know, Edwards, they're not yeah. going to get that fourth quarter run. And that just hurts you. Minutes. I mean, that's just a lot. Who else starts for that team? I mean, they're Malik Beasley. Yeah, they're they're not. I, I don't know. I I in this coming year, I think we kind of both agreed, avoid them as kind of much as you can. Uh, a lot of people were really high on Cat. I think he was great coming in in our first episode of our podcast. I actually mentioned him as a player to avoid in the top like eight picks. Just. Every Very injury prone. Injury prone. A lot of things happen to him in the off season, and you know, prayers up for him. But that doesn't usually equate to a good season. And I don't know. I just don't have a lot of high hopes for the Timberwolves this year. Yeah, but um, you know, the games that Minnesota can keep it close, like we saw last night against Denver, and with Cat being out, the you know the offense is going to revolve around D'Lo. Mm-hmm. I think if so, if you think that teams can keep it close, that Minnesota can keep it close with all these other teams, I think D'Lo can sustain this production. Yeah. But that's a big if. I mean, there's no reason. he He's a good player. You can't deny it. Mm-hmm. You know? But it, it, it's a, it's something you have to kind of pick your games. He He's a star. There's no denying that. Borderline, our, borderline all-star, if not an all-star. Um, but... Yeah, he balled out of his mind yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was really good. So we'll see if he can keep that up. But all right, next player. Yeah, uh, I I'm fortunate enough to get Steph Curry. I think he had an all right game. Um, I Would mean, he only he only had 62 points. Um, that's okay. It's uh, a floor game. Yeah, not bad. I mean, when your next best player is Draymond Green and then James Wiseman, I can see <laughs> how Steph finally got his 60 point game. So the crazy thing about this is is the Warriors. Steph was out last season, right? And the season before that, they were winning every game they played to the point where Steph didn't even have to play fourth quarters. Um, the dude's a monster, so he never really had to get a 60-point game. Yeah. Uh, he was usually out by the fourth quarter because they were blowing him out so bad. And and he finally, you know, he has to carry the team on his back, and a lot of people were wondering if he could do that. And he is proving that he can. Okay, so let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about this. Two days ago, 30 points. Game before that, 62 points, 26 points, 31 points, 36 points. Like, it just goes on and on. This guy's a beast. He can carry the load. His field goal percentage is phenomenal 50%, 58%, 45%, 52%, three point percentage, 50, 41%, 50%, 33%, 55%. This guy's a beast. If you have Steph Curry, you are doing great in fantasy basketball. I, unfortunately, was scared to draft him because I didn't know what the future held for the Warriors. And in fantasy, you kind of want to minimize risk as much as you can. He was a risk. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. He's great. He is going to keep up this performance. He's killing it. 32 points a game, five boards, six assists. He stuffs the stashy. And mind and last game against the Kings, they blew they blew out the Kings. I don't think he played in the fourth. And still <laughs> almost got a triple double. Thirty points, eight assists, nine boards. It's crazy. He's he's gonna be worth 
he's gonna be fun to watch this year. He is a player to keep uh keep an eye on if you can get him, which I'm sure you can't because that that uh that book closed. Maybe you were able to get him after the first couple weeks when he didn't ball out as much as we were hoping. But now, I don't think you can get Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You would have to give up too much. Yeah. Owners I mean, are probably pretty attached right now. Yeah, I, I would be if I had him, but <laughs> unfortunately I avoided him, so what are you going to do? All right, give me a guy. Give me another one. All right. I think we all know this guy. <laughs> Nikola Jokic. Never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you haven't heard of him. <laughs> Tell me about him. Yeah. He's just, you know, the number one player in fantasy right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ooh. And we... Uh, <laughs> Shed some light on some stats. Yeah, tell me about him. All right. <laughs> Averaging 24 points, 11 boards, 11 assists. Wow. A triple-double. How have I not heard of this guy? Probably because you've been <laughs> living under a rock. Apparently. <laughs> but, man, the only issue I have with him is he gets into foul trouble at times, and they like to blow out teams, and he doesn't get much of a run. But dude is a fantasy gold mine this year. He is. And, you know, you could say that he's dropped to the late first round in some drafts, which is great for whoever picked him up. I mean, in our league that we play in, I mean, I think he dropped to like 10 or like 8 or 9 or 10. I mean, I I, I was shocked that he was still there. Um, But there are a lot of question marks. I mean, coming with Denver, they they had a phenomenal bubble performance. a lot of people thought that they shouldn't have had as good of a bubble performance, and they would decrease um, in value. Mainly and, due to uh, Jamal Murray. And yeah. I just felt like a lot of people reached for him this year just be- due to his bubble performance. Yeah. And he has started the year off pretty cold, and Jokic just kind of filled him, filled those shoes and put the team on his back this year. I mean, year. A bu- it's weird because a bunch of... I mean, the Nuggets players, they either kind of exceeded their value or they're way below i mean like look at a guy like gary harris Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorite players one michigan state that's why i'm biased um i mean he's been pretty cold uh where where's the gary harris from two years ago that was on his way to being a borderline all-star and now he's like seems like he's just out there for his defense now yeah it's it's crazy i mean and and you know who's filling in for that what's that guy's name again uh, Jokic, he is filling in <laughs> for everyone because he is carrying this Nuggets team. He is absolute beast this year. And if you got him, kudos to you. Hold on to him. <laughs> Don't let him go. Don't let him go. Um, okay, so next up, I'm going to talk a little bit about Luka. There is not much you need to say. Um, he had a great game. He played 37 minutes, 33 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists. The dude is... All over the place. Great player. I mean, you knew that because he should have been a top three, top four draft pick. If not, the number one pick. I mean, he is that good. We knew that. Started off a little bit cold. And and not really. Not even really that cold. But cold for what you wanted out of a first round pick. He just struggled with his uh, three-point percentage mostly. And And he still kind of is, though. That's the problem. The threes are not there for him yet. I don't even care. Uh, That would not be a huge concern for me because, I mean... 37 points his last game, 27 points the game before with 15 rebounds again, seven assists. The dude is just stuffs the stat sheet. Um, when you're the number one option on a team, you're going to have the ball in your hands 100% of the time, then that only bodes well. Yeah, can't yeah. complain. Yeah. Um, so there's really not much to say. He, he had a great game. 
I think that he's going to get better. I think that's kind of the main point of this is his three-point shooting percentage sucks right now. I mean, the past couple games it's been 30%. 0 That's his whole season. That sucks. Luka's going to get better. I mean, he takes a lot of step backs. He takes a lot of tough threes. He'll be fine. His three-point percentage will go right back up to where it should be. And honestly, you can almost throw him in the buy low, but you're not going to be able to get him because it's Luka Doncic, and he's amazing. It's hard to buy low on a first round. Yeah, so you can't even throw him into the buy low. But (laughs) he is playing below his standards, but he will shoot up. I have, yeah, no question. I have no concern over this guy. No. Uh, tell me about Kobe White. This, so let me just start this off by saying you were very high on him. And I was, I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I called him an idiot. I was like, why are you so high on Kobe White? They have Zach Levine. It's the Bulls. Um, I had no hope in you on I this know. pick. And I'm eating that. <laughs> yeah, he was big boom on my draft guide. I was all over that preseason. He, you know, he's a starter this year. He's my most improved player coming out of the year. And um, I think this is it. This, you got him maybe ninth or 10th round. And for a ninth or 10th round pick, he's starting playing 30 plus minutes a game on a fast paced Bulls team with that plays a little defense. You know, I think uh, you're foolish not to want this guy he's averaging 16 points five boards five assists stuff in the stat sheet yeah um had a great game had a great game last game 21 points 10 boards he pretty much carried them to a dub over portland along with zach levine of course and he pretty much carried your fantasy team to a dub uh against whoever you're playing this week right yeah (laughs) it's great to have yeah um yeah, he was one of the huge misses that I had. I did not have any faith in the Bulls. Uh, maybe I'm naive, but... Hey, not a lot of people do. I mean, mm-hmm. new coach. The thing about this coach is he prides himself over all the youngsters on his team. He wants to give them a chance. He wants to see them on the court. And guys like Kobe White, guys like Wendell Carter Jr., all the young players, he wants them on the floor. And he wants the ball in their hands. It's paying off. I mean... Yeah. I don't know what happened to Markinen this year, but Zach Levine and Kobe White, they are going off. And and wow, if you, if you got Kobe White, you were lucky. I know you reached for him in our league a little bit. and, and Round I, eight. I, I questioned him a little bit. I was like, why, why do you like this guy so much? And I, I see. I see now why. So that was a good call. Um, next up for me is a guy that I actually reached for a little bit. And um, you questioned me a little bit on this one. Uh, Bradley Beal. Uh, I loved him coming into the season. I didn't care that Westbrook came um, to town. I, I love Bradley Beal. I think he's a beast. I really think he's matchup proof, and he doesn't really have many weaknesses on offense. And mm-hmm. he's been killing it this off season or this this season. Let me say, um, this is one guy I was not very high on, mm-hmm. but I will take the L for this. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he's proved me wrong. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about right now. There's a game going on, and uh, that's kind of the reason we threw him in here last second. Oh, you know, he only has 59 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, shooting 60%. Um, and he's shooting 70, 78% from the 3 right now. Um, I So we play in our league that we play in, It's a, you pick one game per week. And I did not pick today 
So I am. This would have been the day. Yeah, I am uh, <laughs> feeling pretty bad because, wow, Bradley Beal is popping off. But what makes me feel a little bit better is he only pops off every single game. Um, so I'm sure that I will be fine. Just lock him in next game. Just lock him in any game that he plays. Bradley Beal is such a beast. I got him in the third round. Um, you know, I, I actually really wanted Sabonis. I was ready to take Sabonis, but I had to pick Bradley Beal because he was still there and I was blown away. I think a lot of people avoided him because Westbrook came to town. Everyone thought Westbrook's a ball hog. He's going to take most of the usage and the field goal percentage. I still love Bradley Beal. He's one of my favorite players. Uh, back in the day with my Pistons, there was rumors about a Blake Griffin for Bradley Beal trade back when that was a thing. Would have been amazing. Was really hoping that went through. Did not go through. Here I am, just a big fan of Bradley Beal. Um, and he's cooled off a bit. I mean, he had 55 in the third quarter. It's about there's about two minutes left in the fourth. He's only at 59. So. Uh, yeah. So he slowed down. He's, he's not. He's not, down. he's not that good. <laughs> he was on pace for 70, but, you know. No, we'll, he, he's a beast. We'll take 59. You're lucky if you have him. I He's he's one of the better fantasy players this year. I mean, where you got him, you could get this guy in the third round, and he's playing better than most of the first-round players. Better than Booker, better than Embiid a little bit, better than Ben Simmons, you know, Donovan Mitchell. So I mean... A lot of players are uh, a little bit better than Donovan Mitchell right now, <laughs> so that's not really hard to do. We had a we had a actually we had a question today: um, Donovan Mitchell or Booker? I, I wanted to see your take on that. I I replied and I said I would rather have Booker. I agree with that. I think Booker's upside is better. Donovan Mitchell takes a lot of shots. His field goal percentage isn't great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just wanted to give a big shout out um, to all you guys for asking us questions. We got a ton of questions on our Twitter this week. Um, Big shout out to Mason and the Fantasy Flock for uh, collaborating with us. It's been awesome. We've gotten a lot of feedback. We've gotten a lot of criticism, positive and negative, but some stuff we really got to work on and really excited to keep doing this. And So yeah, please keep reaching out to us on Twitter. It's at FanNewsBrews. Link will be somewhere on the screen. yeah. yeah, you know, we're super excited to work with the Fantasy Flock and um, continue to give us uh, positive criticism. Um, we only want to get better so that we can provide you with the best information possible in the best way. And uh, yeah, if you're into DFS, um, you know, DraftKings, fantasy sports, things like that, be sure to follow us on Twitter. We'll be posting every day, um, 30 minutes to, prior to lock. Um, His lineup is cashed. Like oh, for the past like four days or something. Core has been money. It's been it's we're been on a streak, so, yeah, so be sure to check us out on that. We'll also post um, injury updates, news, um, you name it. Yeah, you name we'll, it, man. <laughs> we're on there, and uh, yeah, DM us, tweet at us, reply to our stuff. Let us know what you think. Thank you, guys.